Like Freddy, cause he your worst nightmare. Andre Miller at the line won't miss a bucket. City of the snow, I'm a Denver nugget. The Pepsi Center, like the White House. Corey Brewer trigger happy, and he'll shoot your lights out. When McGee slam dunk, that's the best feeling. The biggest thing in the city, like the Quest building. Celebrate, so we popping down. Eager dollar gonna live a life, Papa John. <laughs> the answer <laughs> coming. After these messages. Yes. Is Noah Reynolds a god? Coming up right after these messages. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets, everybody. Uh, this is not Mike and Mike. If you're looking for Mike and Mike, uh, that is a radio show from the early, late 2000s. That's right. Um, but uh, you are you reached Chicken and the Nuggets, the Mike and Mike of our modern times. Uh, joining me, as always, is Noah Reynolds. Hey, Noah. Hey, Jacob. Jacob Rub, thank you so much for having uh, me as you do every week. And thank me for having you as I also do every week. Um, welcome back to the program. We're here, dude. I mean, this is quickly becoming the most important podcast in the world, you know? Uh, uh, yes, uh, many people have called it the um, most important podcast in the world. That is correct. Um, I don't know about you, Noah, but I... <laughs> I'm in a great mood. Uh, nothing can stop me right now. Um, the Denver Nuggets, we are recording on Monday, May 15th. Uh, we're going to get into the Nuggets-Lakers series. But first, overall, Noah, I'll just tell you, um, nothing can stop my shine right now. This has been a great weekend for the Denver Nuggets. Maybe, I don't want to overstate this, but might be the peak of the franchise. Because uh, <laughs> if anyone has problems with that, you're probably right. But uh, what do you think, Noah? Because not only are the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals and still in the playoffs, halfway through the playoffs, which feels like a huge undertaking in itself, but uh, Joel Embiid uh, evaporated in a Game 7 and uh, kind of what Embiid fans would say Jokic was going to do. Uh, and I feel great. Vibes are great. What do you? How do you feel, Noah? Jacob, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't, okay. you know, the the win, you know, and we'll talk about that too. The series win against the Suns, which we we haven't actually d talked since that series began with our good friend David Rodriguez. So shout out to him; that went well. And then, of course, <clears throat> even when the Nuggets aren't playing, things go our way. It feels like we're getting a win, uh, and I think that shows the momentum of this team is, uh, as you put it, unstoppable. Their shine it cannot be stopped, which I really like. I'll probably say that a lot now. Um, <clears throat> but yes, I, I agree. I think this is the uh, the happiest I've been in probably my whole fandom uh, in week-wise as a Nuggets fan, because not only could we also you know, finish that series up on Thursday, we had, what is it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Almost five days, so that's four, so one less than five, um, <laughs> to uh, rest. And we got to see the Lakers and Golden State go at it again. Golden State, of course, kind of pulled an Embiid uh, as a whole team in that last mm -hmm. game. But, yeah, I don't know. Where do you want to start? I think um, there's a lot to discuss. There's and A lot to discuss. <laughs> there's a lot of basketball to talk about, Noah. But first... That's right. This is chicken and the nuggets. So sure is. The, uh, <laughs> we have to talk about chicken. Uh, yes, uh, we should say that to the listeners. We are uh, have betted 
the um <laughs> the rights to name the podcast if the Nuggets lose this series. So um, who knows if after uh, the series we're called something weird and something uh, honestly offensive. Um, <laughs> but Noah, uh, this is Chicken and the Nuggets. Now, our last couple episodes, we talked about our trip down to Louisiana, you know, where um, it was my main goal to shake the Popeye's lady's hand. And um, <laughs> I don't know if you have you seen the new creative campaign for the Popeye's. I have. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is a different lady. First of mm-hmm. all, um, and I cannot find this lady. I've done a lot of internet sleuthing. I cannot find the uh, it, the third generation uh, Popeyes lady. We call her three G, three G. But uh, that made me really want to go eat Popeyes, Noah. So uh, for the seventeenth time on the podcast, we are talking about Popeyes chicken and biscuits. How does that feel? <laughs> Sounds good. <clears throat> I don't know. We don't even have a guest this time, so I don't even. My, not many, not many, and we did not try any new items. There were no new items there. That this was a this was a um, situation of circumstance, sort of brought us upon it. But I don't think there's any better place in the world to have to go. You know, if you're like, well, our plans didn't work out. I guess we'll go to Popeyes. It's one of those you know great places yes. like that. And something I learned about us, Noah, is that if one thing goes wrong. Uh, we're abandoning the plan and just it's, going to Popeyes. Well, so it's that's so kind funny. Of what we want to do. It is hilarious you say that because immediately when we got done with our day, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I could have just ordered for the both of us at this place, and we could have just gone to my house. Didn't even cross my mind. You you called me in traffic. You're like, this is good. This is totally fucked. <laughs> not gonna be. It's gonna be impossible. It's total game. And to your point, you were driving, and it was a shit show. But I didn't. It didn't cross my mind to even. <laughs> try to problem solve so uh and a big part of that is because i was like well popeyes is is a plan b apparently everyone in denver was very excited about a sunday afternoon rockies versus pittsburgh pirates uh baseball game uh, well they they also of course shout outs to the the viva viva la streets which is a, a nice um municipal campaign ha- happening in our fine city and that blocks off um, three miles of one of the major roads that goes north and south throughout town. So that that'll be fun. And yes, it was and, fun. And what is Viva La Streets, Noah? What what is that? Could you explain that? It's kind of like well, it's kind of like Viva La Raza, but for mm-hmm. skateboarders. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's a big Eddie Guerrero thing. It's exactly. Well, it's a big Eddie Griffith thing. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Griffith. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, famous. Uh, he's so, listener, you you can on tell the street running around. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Griffiths and yeah, a kid has to catch him. Then he gets a bunch of gold coins. Uh, it's a holiday here in Denver. Um, Noah, what are we talking about? Uh, Popeyes, uh, you you mentioned we don't have any new items that we tried. Uh, we don't have any new uh, things, but I do have a new segment for the show. Let's hear it. Okay. It's called the, the first ever installment of the Popeyes Chicken Check-In. All right. Check Popeye's in. chicken check in. Okay, it seemed uh, okay. like you cut out for a second, but I like that a lot. Okay, yes, Popeye's chicken check in. I am not z- cutting out on the Zoom. Um, so what I did, Noah, uh, basically we're checking in on the news of Popeye's around the world. Um, okay, and I googled Popeye's chicken into the news uh, on Google News, and uh, this is what we get. Now I want you, I want, you, I want to ask you um, over under. Uh, violence mentioned in uh, let's say I have 10 here, three. What do you think? 
it's over three for sure. Yeah, I'm taking that bet any day. Okay, first one, uh, Popeye. Is that at, am I correct? You are. Well, it depends on how we define okay, violence. All right, now let's we, go. Yeah, correct. let's get through all ten. ten you're of these. definitely, you're <laughs> definitely correct. Okay, but the first one is Popeye's adds discontinued item to permanent menu after huge fan demand on the U.S. stunt. Uh, right. Now, Noah, do you know what the guess what this menu item is? I, I is bet it... you'll never guess in the whole entire world. Okay. Uh... <laughs> this is the game. <laughs> what is it? The okay, Popeyes added a discontinued item to the permanent menu after huge fan demand. And okay. Dash customers are ecstatic. It's it, it couldn't possibly be the habanero um chicken nuggets that we did. It is not. And I'll tell you right now it is not chicken. Okay. Yeah, see I it's going is it a pie? It close. A pie. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. It's it's a strawberry biscuit, which uh, I never knew existed. It kind of looks pretty good, but a strawberry biscuit. If I meet a Popeyes fan who is clamoring for the something like that to be brought back, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna hit. I will hit. I'll be upset. <clears throat> oh okay. my god! All right, second. Uh, <laughs> second article. All right, in the Popeyes chicken check-in Popeye's chicken franchise plan for Mankato Mankato Noah, oh, wait, yeah let me guess is, is it yes. a city in, where is, do you think the city is it's either in Southeast Asia or somewhere on the continent of Africa am I close on either of those no it's in Great. Uh, Minnesota it's okay. in Minnesota <laughs> uh... <laughs> that was gonna be my third guess but they're fi- they're finally getting a Popeyes they're finally yeah. getting a Popeyes <laughs> um, also shout out to me for pulling a whole podcast segment out of my ass here but um, yeah but... yeah shout out to Jacob let's give him some fucking flowers for once huh <laughs> all right the next article is from Big Island News and we don't we hate Hawaii, so we're going to skip that one. And I don't even know what language that's in. Um, <laughs> okay, now we're getting into the good stuff, Noah. Uh, from Distractify yes. News, two weeks ago, a Popeye's <laughs> serves customer chicken sandwich on sliced bread. <laughs> a Popeye's customer was shocked to see that the employee made her chicken sandwich with white bread instead of its standard bud. That's so funny. <laughs> because it's not against the law. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's not It's not like that bad, but it is, yeah, enough to call <laughs> the cops. I like to think there's just like a open bag of Wonder Bread out there in the kitchen. They're like, well, for emergencies, open this. <laughs> I, what would your reaction be? We don't have to go through all of these, Jacob. But... No, I know. I have one more example. But okay. my well, reaction. Yes. If you were given a chicken sandwich without the signature, of course, bread. But I, I would immediately be like, no one's going to believe me. Like, <laughs> like this article has like a picture with like a Snapchat caption on it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> if there's any, if I posted it on Instagram or something, no one would be like, that actually happened. And, and somehow this news article really did. Uh, <laughs> think that but that gives me such a good idea about just playing pranks and getting like fast food stuff and putting 
random shit or other things on it. Like mm-hmm. McDonald's gave me a McFlurry in a <laughs> Frosty Cup. <laughs> now that sucked. That was a, d- a dumb example, but you get it. <laughs> I get what you mean. And um, my last example, Noah, is the only other one with uh, violence. Now that I go through all the examples, so you were wrong, actually. Um, okay. But in Worcester, um, Boston, Worcester, Massachusetts. Worcester? Okay, yeah, Worcester. Worcester. No, R is silent. <laughs> Worcester. Worcester. Uh, okay. Monster uh, Popeyes employees assaulted, restaurant vandalized after customers get wrong order. <laughs> now I'll tell you, now- you Noah, this is because a a item was not available apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now uh, <laughs> uh, what would you think the item is? Uh, a Tom Brady jersey. It's it's close, okay. okay. But apparently, this customer wanted to get a case of chicken. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know what a case means, but uh, they got mad that the restaurant was closed, actually, and uh, vandalized the whole place and and threw a rock in there, and uh, they didn't get a case of chicken. <laughs> Is that like murder was the case uh, that they gave him? He wanted a case of chicken. I think so. Uh, I knew somebody, um, a real big fat slob, who was from the city of Worcester, Massachusetts, and um, he always talked about how uh, it was like the worst city in the world, and it made sense because he was from there, and like people would get set on fire in their cars and stuff. But it's good that they have a, a Popeyes. It is good they have a Popeyes. So shout yeah. out, uh, Boston! Very, very good. Um, you know, uh, I love Popeyes chicken. Noah, we finally did another another episode about Popeye's chicken. Um, but you know, um, shout out to our sponsor this week, um, Hello Kitty. Uh, we are brought to you by Hello Kitty. Um, hey, you ever want to relate to some children? Buy some Hello Kitty. Uh, Noah, use the promo code Help. I'm stuck for fifty percent off of your next order at Hello kitty no what who else are we sponsored by this episode let me i have it right here <clears throat> in front of me um was hold on a second mm-hmm. um uh no i don't i don't have it in front of me so um <laughs> this week we're sponsored by mothers and mothers from around the world um doing what i truly think and this is something i've thought of is the hardest job oh wow wow noah wow yeah. Do you have another ad? No. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. It's time to talk about the Denver Nuggets. Those are our ads. Um, we're desperately trying to get partnership with any sporting site, uh, betting site. So, um, Noah, the Denver Nuggets, um, the number one seed in the Western Conference, is one of the final four basketball teams left in the National Basketball Association playoffs. Um where would you want to start, Noah? Um, I honestly, you know, the Embiid thing's cool, but I think we should move on. I think it's it's fun and uh, no, yeah, I, it's I'm, hilarious, but uh, honestly, don't he's, care about it. And he's not playing basketball for several yes. more months, so it's not like he has a chance to defend yes. himself, which is like, you know, that's so, a shame. So do you want to talk about the previewing the series, the Lakers series, or should we quickly I think talk we about the past series? Yeah, I think we should wrap up the Suns because I do have a few thoughts on that. Okay, what are your um, thoughts? 
so I was at no point and until that last game was over. I don't have confidence. I've it's weird because I've actually lost confidence and you've gained confidence. Not I haven't. Excuse me. Let me start over. I haven't lost confidence, but I at, am no point have like a hundred percent, um, confidence in in this team. Mm-hmm. And it's not anything about the team that is the reason. It's just uh history and my own problems. Um, <clears throat> so those first two wins, I uh. I we both said we're extremely we haven't even I like I said we haven't talked since the series but mm-hmm. so Nuggets won the first two at home I thought it was gonna I thought we had a real chance to to sweep them and then uh, lost game three if there was gonna be any game we were really gonna lose it was gonna be that because they were gonna come back yeah it was game three the Devin Booker fifty fucking point game or whatever yeah game yeah three so they, was the Booker game I, I yeah, game so, three and four pretty much it, yeah well yeah you could but, say yeah. that too. What was and then I think Katie also put up like thirty. I one of those games they had over eighty each. Anyway, they went off at home. Um, we were able to, uh, you know, feed off the home energy too when they came back. That was a that was a good game. That was a game that was in control the whole time. And then the last game, game six, was um, a real microcosm of I think what what this team truly is. And, you know, they say the playoffs um, game sixes and sevens, you, you know, a team shows you who they truly are. And I think that's exactly what this Nuggets team is. And we've talked about it so much, man. This team has been in even the games they lost Minnesota and Phoenix uh-huh. um, at no point were the Nuggets out of those games. You know, we could have, we were fighting with them. We have not been blown out in any playoff game so far this year. And, you know, that's what good teams are. And um, it's hard to say sometimes that the Nuggets might just be the best team, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, for your, um, yeah, for your ying, I'm definitely yanging right now um, yeah, sure. because I, I agree with you, first of all. I mean, you know, the first series, the first loss, uh, if Jokic doesn't miss a free throw, they might win that in regulation. If um, Mike Conley doesn't bank a corner three, uh, you know, I think that could still win that game. And yeah, it took career games from Devin Booker in this Phoenix Sun series to win two, to squeak two away at home. And and games from... You know, the Landrew Shamits and the campaigns of the world mm-hmm. who are whatever less than role players is. You know, obviously, there are role players on those particular rosters and yes. lineups, but but we're not getting any playing time uh, mm-hmm. in the regular season. So a lot of flukes had to everything, everything truly that uh, could have gone wrong had to have gone wrong. Jesus but Christ. but let's say <laughs> let's say no, like let's say this too in the series. Jokic scored 53 points in a game. Right. Like, that is literally, like, Nuggets fan fiction, uh, you know? And that's what, like, it feels like this past weekend. It's just like, oh, no, Embiid's going to get embarrassed, lose, and then Jokic is going to uh, kind of... <laughs> I fucking hate talking about narratives, Noah, but they kind of switched this it. whole narrative now where people are talking about Jokic being the best player in the world. Uh, people are talking about uh, Jokic not even being compared to Embiid anymore, which is hilarious. Uh, just 
it's going to be so fantastic, but he's been so good. And for a team that lost on the road two games in, in Phoenix, to go on a game six and just blow them out, the game was over in like five minutes in, mm-hmm. in Phoenix. It know? was. It was over. And it was absolutely. Yeah. So that is it, the, the closeout games are the hardest games to play, you know, and on the road. And, you know, we've been talking. Where we about, haven't won. Sorry. Yeah. And we've been talking about uh, these role players we've loved all year. But to actually have someone like a KCP just have a quarter like that is just why he's an NBA champion, you know? And then to see Bruce Brown is all of a sudden fucking uh, J.R. Smith off the bench, you know? <laughs> like, and he is, seems like he's the one who understands that, oh no, they're paying attention so much to Jamal and Jokic that if you just cut, you know, it, it, and this like stuff that we've been wanting forever. And now we actually have these pieces that go into it. Wanting forever even as recently as six months ago, as you know, four months ago. We're talking about defense. We're talking about turnovers. The Nuggets had zero turnovers for like 80% of that game six. It was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen. And you talk, you know, they talked to Coach Malone too at halftime and after you know, during a 30-point fucking lead against the Suns, and they were like, What? What is your, what are you happiest about right now? He's like, defense. And it, that's exactly what my thought was. I was like, defense, dude. AG, some people were giving him shit, I think, about KD. And um, <laughs> he can't, we need to give one guy a real name. Aaron Gordon, people <laughs> were giving shit about KD a little bit. I thought he guarded him as good as absolutely anybody have gar- could have guarded KD in that series. Um, and it, yeah, that that closeout game, man, you just saw it. We, mm-hmm. no sons could get any clean looks at the basket at any point. And, and, you know, the Nuggets are, we're the best regular season team in the Western conference. And we still had a lot of these complaints. So the fact that they've, excuse me, the fact that they've actually improved on the things that they needed to improve on. uh, And then, you know, exceeded expectations in a lot of ways for the things that they were already good at is, uh, you know, it's just so exciting. You know, you know me, Noah, number one Aaron Gordon fan in the world, I think. And you, do you know who leads the Nuggets in plus minus so far in the playoffs? It's Aaron Gordon. Yeah. And and having him be able to keep afloat him small ball five is like so big. You know, like, I don't know. I think this would have been okay if DeAndre Jordan played for like five minutes, actually, you know, mm-hmm. but like having Aaron Gordon out there. It just feels a lot more physical, a lot more rugged, a lot more. Um, it, he just it, it, he's just playing his role so well, you know. And I, I kind of I also get mad at the every now and then he'll just pull up a three, you know. But it's also like once every four games, you know. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. it's not it's not like bones in a quarter or something, you know. And right. that's a throw bones. I don't want to bring that, but somebody like that. <laughs> Just throwing someone like Bones Highland, and and uh, and AG will de- will you know t- will de- not shoot wide open looks because he he's mm-hmm. he's aware of of his abilities there. Sometimes I want him to shoot more of those, um, you know, behind yeah. behind the arc uh, shots. But uh, I'm with you. Yeah, he I think he knows he he maybe more. He's one of the Nuggets that knows his abilities. Uh, um, amongst the best, if that makes sense, you know what I mean. Jamal will do these things, you know. He'll get on a heat check. He'll he'll have some stinkers every now and then. But I think Ag has a really good sense of of 
what he's the best at and how he can use that for the team. Yeah, and we'll get into it, but he has a even harder series now to go right. into, and he's going to be more important than ever. But um, I wanted to talk about Noah, too, about how proud and how good Jamal Murray has, was this series. Mm -hmm. Like, he did, you know, uh, the three and four on the road, but he, he probably was too much him in the Jokic two-man game, even though Jokic did score 53 points. It's like, well, Jokic probably could have scored like 15 more points, you know? Like, I don't know. Sure. But um, but Jamal in game five and six was so fucking good. And he was not like going... He wasn't being like, I have to do this by myself, you know? I think he's been great at assists. He all of his shots have been through an offense, and I thought he shot really well five and six. And I'm very excited that it's not just him being like, I have to outscore Devin Booker because I felt like that's how he felt a little bit in three and four. But in five and six, he definitely was just within the offense and still getting a lot of shots, but it wasn't like more hero ball than, than he was doing a little bit, you know. Well, and that's that's I think what makes Jamal great is because you have those, you know, hero ball ISO guys who totally eat up offenses. And I think Jamal has just such a good uh, vibe of of knowing um, what am I trying to fucking say, Jacob? I think that he um, has a feel for the game. <laughs> he has a feel for the game in a way that these other ISO guys don't. You know, the Trey, the Trey Youngs of the world, the course of bones. Um, even Tatum, you know, Jason Tatum, who I've been critical of forever. I think, um, I think Jamal and, and I, you know, I think a huge credit to that is also being on a team with Jokic who mm -hmm. requires a lot of attention and who is, you know, running the offense at all times. And he's not necessarily, you know, he's taking the ball up the court, but he's, you know, it's a two man point guard type game going on there. So but you have to share it, but that. That's that's what, you know, people are, are going down on their knees for Devin Booker. And it was really impressive and nerve wracking, you know, watching him go off in those games. But also, you know, that had to happen every single game. And then KD also had to put up 30 and 40 every single game. Right. And it it just wasn't going to I don't think it was ever going to happen. I mean, KD was like, oh, of 11 uh, at the start of game six. Um he 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 didn't start most of he didn't start any of these games really shooting well so uh i don't know i think i think this this team is the most put together roster mm. of anybody remaining you can make an argument for the celtics but i guess you can make that argument Never before <laughs> before we go to this lakers series noah um like to, i just was looking at the field goals for jamal so the 3 and 4 loss he he was 25 he shot 25 times and then 29 times in 5 and 6 he shot 16 times and 15 times you know and that's like a huge difference jokic doesn't waste possessions you know like uh, Yo uh, jamal can waste some shots like he was 7 for 15 that's fucking amazing you know like that's great and that's that's the sweet spot that i think he's found and he may not I think he has the capability to have like a 50 bomb or something, you know, real quick, uh, but he doesn't have to. And he kind of knows that now, which is great. And, and just one last thing, and then we can wrap it up as far as this. And then I goes. have one more last thing. 
<laughs> Sorry, what's your last thing, Noah, before we get to my last thing? Do your last thing first, or we can no, do it at I the don't same have time. A last thing. I know ahead, you do don't. <laughs> I'm an asshole, I get it. Um, oh, I was going to say, <clears throat> excuse me, MPJ has not been playing well. You know, he is supposed to, in many respects, be the third best player on this team. And he has not been playing well. That, you know, so the Nuggets have been winning in spite of that fact. So if we're if we're thinking MPJ puts up 20 a game, you know, it, it that's I'm saying minimum. Frankly, 20 a game would be incredible. But if he puts up 20 in a game against these Lakers and uh, everybody else is performing the way they've been performing, I, I can't see it going more than five or six games. But I guess that's the next topic of conversation yeah so let's let's talk about it because i think you're right i think mpj actually had a hard uh matchup on defense with the phoenix suns you know for sure i mean kd is pretty good i mean he's obviously long and hard to like shoot over which is the only thing that mike does pretty much exactly. uh, <laughs> i mean he, he is he is driving pretty well and trying to push the like pace a little bit um uh but Yes, so in the Lakers series, Noah, um, I'm very interested to see how that matches up, you know? Um, let's talk about it after okay, this yeah. break. Okay, we're good. And we're <laughs> back. Welcome, everybody, to the Los Angeles Lakers preview show extravaganza. Now, already in progress. Noah, the Denver Nuggets are favored in this series. Um, the... And how does that make you feel going into the series? Nervous. Okay. Nervous. Yes. Um, I not feel... unexpected though. That it does make sense. I talked about it going into the Phoenix series. I talked about it. I think going into the playoffs, but the Suns were my worry. You know, I thought they would be the ones that would be the hardest to match up with. I thought um, KD was going to be better, honestly, um, which didn't happen. Uh, the Lakers team, I'm still having trouble taking seriously. And it's kind of my fault for sure, because mm -hmm. it is so hard to win a playoff series. And the Lakers did win two playoff series and a play-in game against the Timberwolves. Um, oh, no, they, they won the first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of Miami. Yes. And then, so how how do you feel going? To, I mean, I, I know you feel nervous, but I feel like the Nuggets are a better team. And but I think the Lakers will have not only uh, officials, maybe on their side a little bit more, but they also weirdly have ha like the league <laughs> narrative with them, you know, um, like small market teams like the Nuggets lose this series all the time, you know? So I guess that would be my biggest concern is just kind of vibes because it does feel like all of a sudden that the Lakers do have like a weird good thing happening. Momentum. It does seem like that too, but I will to a little bit of a counter that I don't think there has been in recent history, a small market team that has universal respect and appreciation that this particular Nuggets team has. Mm -hmm. And that's in the national media. That's amongst, you know, other NBA players. Um, <clears throat> and I think the people that know basketball the most know that it's not a team to 
not take seriously. And obviously a lot of that is obvious and a big part of, I mean, you can pick apart the Lakers team in narratives. I mean, or narratives, storylines, whatever plot lines, you know, uh, LeBron is six years old and he's trying to play, you know, this team started two and 12 or whatever the fuck, all of these, all of these different things, you know, they had to play in the play in, you know, Rob Polinka, they had a brand new coach and really the nuggets is all we have is all right. Well, we have the best player in the world. Can he win his championship? That is it. And yeah. I think to, for one, it depends on who you ask. That could be a good thing. Um, that that's the only thing that they have to talk about. But from like, you know, a, an intention standpoint, of course, the Lakers are going to garner more attention. And of course, you know, Bleacher Report and ESPN, they're like, all right, game six at Lakers. Look who's on the fucking court spending $30,000 a, you know, uh, a seat. And that's interesting to people. And frankly, that's part of the cool part of basketball is, you know, the the Lakers and what they do and what they bring celebrity and the importance that they are in the league. But fuck that. I think a lot of people, frankly, um, are not necessarily sick of it, but, but they think they would be ready for something different. Yeah. So uh, first of all, shout out to bad bunny who sits always at Lakers, but also anti shout out for starting to date Kylie Jenner. Me and the wife are taking that very personally. You guys don't like Kylie Jenner. Um, No, no Kylie Jenner. I think he was with Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner. Kendall's cool. Yes. Uh, So uh, Kendall is Kendall apparently. Um, (laughs) And that's all I would say on the, on the matter. Um, but yes, Noah, uh, <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see how these teams match up. Okay, so this is actually a very interesting matchup, I think. So first of all, I, it depends on who the Lakers start. Um, they were starting Vanderbilt for a while. I think that turned into Lonnie Walker starting, and they're kind of a little smaller. Um, so first of all, uh, it's funny. I don't know if you saw the uh, Darwin Ham. Um, who kind of is a cool coach, you know, I kind of like him and former nugget too. Um, he talked about being in the nuggets and, and he still talks to, um, Mark Jackson, who's dead to us. And, uh, I think he talked about David Thompson and stuff like maybe that was too late, but, um, whatever. Um, but it depends on if who they start to guard Jokic. Um, he mentioned that they'll have people off the bench to play a similar Dwight Howard like role than in the bubble, which uh, I don't know, Noah, that doesn't work against this current Jokic in this era. I, it could it, for one game, as yes. have we seen with the Landale type experiment that Phoenix tried. Yes, it could because he might have no idea. He'll be like, why is Mo Bamba attacking me? Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or he'll think it's, you know, uh, owner of an NBA yes. team that's trying to grab a ball. He literally won't know who the person is. And uh, speak, I, yeah. I thought, you know, Mo Bamba, I barely remembered is on that roster. I don't know who. who yes. And who speaking bring. of Kardashians, too, Tristan, Tristan Thompson, Thompson is that Tristan was, Thompson uh, is going to be actually the guy probably that would come in so and just funny. foul Jokic in, in like five minutes. Um, oh, my God. I forgot. It's kind of a, a weirdly similar Nuggets team. Like Rui Hachimura is like basically Aaron Gordon. Except, mm-hmm. you know, from wish.com or whatever. But um <laughs> that's, not a, that's, thing. that's <laughs> not a race thing. 
<laughs> Vanderbilt was already on the Nuggets. Um, Austin Reeves is like better Christian Brown for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I don't know. Can Austin Reeves play defense though? He's he's a little uh defense. No, he's not defensive for sure. Yeah. He's he's just more of so, a like creator slasher guy. Yeah, so yeah. if those ki- if Austin Reeves Combined. and Christian Brown had a baby, they'd be the best white basketball player of all time. Probably. Yes, yes, yeah. they'd be small Jokic probably. <laughs> yeah. Actually, who can dunk and shoot threes? Yes, but like I was saying, it depends on if they start Vanderbilt. All right, um, then you have Jokic on AD. Which uh, that you have uh, Aaron Gordon on LeBron, I guess, and then you have MPJ on Vanderbilt. Now that's a good MPJ on Vando's, pretty good. What I would do if they start Vanderbilt, Noah, you try some AD Jokic, but then once AD figures that out real quick, you put AG on AD, and then you <laughs> let Jokic just like mess with Vanderbilt. A little bit so yeah. it depends on it. and if they don't start vanderbilt then they're in trouble because then you're gonna have austin reeves on mpj uh, and mpj is just gonna shoot over him all the game right. so i'm very excited about that proposition if they just don't start vanderbilt but if they do start vanderbilt i think nuggets actually have some options against ad um than they didn't before how do you feel about the ad thing in general yeah. because that's the hardest part of this matchup for sure I um, am not worried about AD as a defensive uh, problem. You know, he, I mean, that is in many ways one of the best parts of his game. But um, in these last two rounds, Jokic has gone, and these guys are not the same caliber, caliber, but has gone up against DeAndre Ayton and Carl Anthony Towns, who are two giant guys who can, you know, dominate the paint defensively and is that's kind of a big part of their role on that team. And Jokic made him, frankly, look uh, embarrassed him in a lot of those ways. You, you know, when he when he gets on that one foot pivot foot and just starts moving around in like a goddamn washing machine type of motion. I don't think AD. I don't think AD has the mobility, frankly, to to guard Jokic in the post. I think his 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 skill is with his size. Um, and you know, he can get up and, and fucking attack, but I, I don't think, I think Jokic is way too nimble for, for it to be that big of a problem against Anthony Davis, who is not only, uh, I don't think as nimble, but I, I think he doesn't want to fall down. He doesn't want to really, um, take, take Mm -hmm. big offensive challenges and things like that. So, uh, that's my thought. It might be delusional i have watched as little lakers a season as i can um but i i don't know i think we're at that point where Jokic, um and you and i talked about it privately where it's like he he doesn't get shut down and whether it's that's a team effort or just a you know one-on-one defensive matchup i think Jokic figures the matchup out quicker than they do and that they're the ones who are going to have to adjust yeah i don't know if that even answers your question yeah, it's whatever. But Jokic, uh, <laughs> no, it did. It did. I'm kidding. Uh, Jokic does, he just makes the right play the right time, right? So yeah. there's no stopping him. Like, you can stop him from scoring. Um, and you can kind of stop him from passing. But probably not both. 
you know. No, uh, and and it's getting harder, by the way, to stop him from scoring. And I think that maybe that's my biggest. Both, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, that's it is. That's true. (laughs) It is. It was always very hard to stop him from passing. Um, but I get. I guess maybe that's my point. It's where you know, I am not afraid of Jokic taking AD one on one, um, in, in the post or in the paint or anything like that. And AD has shown, you know, he's he's got he's. He's kind of a bitch, and I think that's not like any sort of breaking news or anything. Uh, I think our Lakers correspondent, Nick Holmby, would probably agree, if not co-sign on that. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I think, I uh, and LeBron is LeBron, right? I, th- I think, frankly, this this seems to me like it could be a series a lot like Phoenix, where two guys have to score an absurd amount of points. You know, I don't think this is as dramatic of a team as Phoenix where it's, you know, just role players, but, uh, you know, centered around the two superstars. But I can't imagine D'Angelo Russell having, you know, more than one or two really incredible games. Mm-hmm. He's great, but like I, he's not a guy who can take over in the playoffs consistently over an entire series. Um, you know, Austin Reeves is a rookie, right? I, I, I think you can go down the line and poke multiple holes at any one of these starters, bench players. Uh, you know, there's a first-year head coach too, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about Mike Malone, who's been with this team going on eight years now. And and I think these are the intangibles, obviously, but these are things that really help uh, teams win in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, this Nuggets team, it, that's, I think, a part of my excitement, too, because they feel so comfortable. They don't feel rattled. I mean, I'm glad they lost those two games in Phoenix, even though they could have won those games, you know, because for one, I think a too long of a rest is bad. Um, yeah. And then for two, like just to have a little bit of adversity and um, it wasn't a lot honestly, looking back now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to even have that little bit, I think is great, you know? And and I think Jokic's best quality right now, to me, is that he seems like he doesn't care. Like, his, he's competitive. He's probably the most competitive person out on the floor. He's competitive, but he doesn't care about, like, it's the Western Conference Finals. He doesn't care that it's, you know, in L.A., I don't know if the Oakers cares at all about LA and stuff, you know, like, um, so I think that's going to be a huge part of this as well. I, I'm very excited. And if Austin Reeves scores 30 points and they win a couple games and win the series, then they win the series. Probably, You know what I mean? Like that's probably the bet is like, all right, fine. You know, if Austin Reeves can beat us, he'll beat us. <laughs> They'll beat us probably. Jesus, Jacob, you and these white dudes. I don't know. I, I've seen, no, I'm just saying that's the bet, right? Like, <laughs> They're all the game plan's all about LeBron and Anthony Davis. No, so yes, like, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. I don't even, but I don't even think Austin Reeves is is that has that possibility of being that third guy, really. I mean, no, I think but I think that's what that, I'm saying. Yeah, that those right. two are gonna have to do that, him and Russell. Yes. So. Yes. I mean, who I don't even know who who's their fifth starter. Um, yeah, that's it's D'Angelo Russell, oh, Austin you, Reeves, LeBron, Vanderbilt. Or oh, and they've been putting like Roy they've been in putting, sometimes. Like either Lonnie Walker. I think they started Schroeder too because he was doing really good. Oh, yes. And then he just um, got so ejected. Schroeder, 
Um, it's gonna play some time on Jamal. We're gonna see how that goes. Um, forget about him. And he's a one of those. He's another one of those guys where it's like, yeah, he could absolutely go off for twenty five or thirty. Yeah, that's not that's not going to happen no. consistently. He'll do it once. And exactly. um, this also looking at it, first of all, huge. I think AG is the biggest X factor a little bit. Just keeping up defensively, he doesn't really have to score still. Again, you know, like and, if he gets some cuts and dunks, that's. It, awesome but yeah uh it's, now, it's all about lebron and and anthony davis he's gonna have to fix i think so you think you think ad defensively is more important and i don't disagree necessarily with you i was just this was my thought because i thought mpj showing up on the offense part of the box score i thought that was going to be the biggest problem but then that's me thinking that we don't already have an offense that can operate without MPJ scoring those points. And we clearly do. So I think your point has taken well. It depends if, if they, if they try to stash Reeves on MPJ, like I said, then he's the most important. Then it's like, he's getting every play ran for him, I think. Um, But if it's, if it's LeBron on him, then I think the most important person on offense is going to be Jamal. Cause if he has D'Angelo Russell on him for a little bit, he has to win those minutes because uh, yeah. D'Angelo's not good defensively. So Jamal does have to be really good this series. Um, little note, he is questionable going into tomorrow's game one. Um, he's going with to play. Il- illness. Yes. Is that so there's like it's the illness. So I, I, I mean, imagine. if you, I don't know because you're listening to the radio for that game six, but they were in when they were interviewing Malone um, on ESPN, he just, he sounded yes. like he was dying. So hopefully yes. that's not going to, because we haven't really thought it. We haven't, put that uh uh that has not even crossed my mind one second mm. health of this team you know what i mean jimmy butler has been out a few games um and beat has been out i don't know on uh, uh rob rob williams hasn't played for the celtics yeah. this whole time um i plenty of dudes um who got injured i mean i this has been i mean we've talked about it too but this has been the healthiest team without a doubt throughout the playoffs i think we've probably I wouldn't, we've probably started the same five every single game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I think that's probably exactly what's happened. Yep. That's exactly what's happened. Yeah. So, and pro- statistically, the best starting five in basketball for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Now, let's get out of here. Do you okay. have any, let's predict though. Uh, game at, series hasn't started. Nuggets, Lakers. Um, what do you think? You want me to go first? Okay. Uh, I will say I'll say Nuggets and six again. Uh, no, I'll say Nuggets and five. I'm also saying Nuggets and five. So we're very confident. <laughs> I just think it's very possible that Nuggets have not lost at home. They have two home games. If they sneak one out in LA, then it's five games. So I don't know. I'm pretty. I feel good about having two shots in LA to win a game. The problem, yeah, I we just, yeah, I don't know. It's it, L.A. shows up in Denver, of course, and and home court is very important, but it, playing at crypto can't be, I think, underestimated. I'm one more, worried. one more, yes. uh, fun, silly prediction. Yeah, this is a fun and silly. Uh, absolutely. Do you have a fun and silly one? Because I have one. I predict that for some reason they're gonna put Vlaco in to do a half court heave at some point. <laughs> And it's going to be glorious. And I think it might happen this series. I don't know why, but I feel like that might happen. Okay, uh, fine. I'll do a fun, silly one. Um, 
I'm going to say a Christian Brown 30-point game. Whoa, that is... <laughs> <laughs> That's fun and silly. No, fucking funny. That would be just like a weird Jordan Poole type finals quarter, you know? And then it like never happens again, probably. Uh, that's a great prediction, Noah. I love it. Um, I you. love you listeners. I love you, Noah. Love you, Jacob. Um, love you listeners. Go Nuggets. We're going to um, break down more and eat more chicken next oh, week. Oh, we, we have a Popeye's shirt available Yes. in, in beta testing. Uh, oh, it's a Popeye's Denver Nuggets. De- um, Jacob, Popeye's Chicken and the Nuggets sticker Absolutely. and shirt, uh, yeah. which you can find on our Instagram. We're gonna plug it there and on our Twitter. So um, and maybe on our bodies sometime soon. Yeah, so maybe on our bodies. Very good. Um, we probably won't. We'll probably wait till the end of the series, right? To to. Well, there might be. You know what, Jacob? There might be storylines. There might be headlines. We just do this. Um, yep. Let's just do it next weekend. We're okay. in it. Yeah. We're in Game it. Five. Game five. Bye, Jacob. Baby. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. Gallinari in the corner for a three. Andre Miller, Ali Hoop to McGee. Dwight Howard playing like a old woman. So we gon' whoop the Lakers like they stole something. Kobe playing girl ball. Sitting so close, like a high five, George Carl. Ty Lawson yelling, y'all can't see me. We gon' beat you like Chris Deary. When the Nuggets score 100, I holler. That's four tacos for a dollar. Radio bums, let them know we love it. Rockies, Avalanche, Broncos, Nuggets. Blue and yellow, we that blue and yellow.